2: We were talking earlier about how miserable it was uh, weather-wise over the weekend with a lot of rain. Then I started hearing reports on Saturday of flooding, uh, particularly in the West Cork uh, area. And to get a handle on what's been happening, I'm joined by a couple of councillors. Uh, firstly, Fianna Fáil uh, Councillor Gillian Coughlin is in Bandit. Good morning to you, Gillian. Good morning, Patricia. Oh, I can't believe have houses flooded again in Bandit? Yes, indeed, and with sewage
0: um, of all things, you know, it's it's really reprehensible, Patricia. So, um, unfortunately, these particularly these four householders on New Road um, awoke in the middle of the night and into the morning to find uh, raw sewage floating around their back gardens and coming up towards their back door. And um, I have been calling really for for this to be addressed um, in the plans for the abandoned sewage scheme, which is underway at present.
2: And how is the work? I mean, the, the work is is going on, isn't it?
0: Yes. So I suppose if we peel back a little bit, Patricia, the context is everything in this. If we think back to 2009, when I was in the town council, and my colleagues and I called for a full uh, flood relief scheme and a sewage um, scheme. Yeah. Thankfully, both of those schemes, the flood relief scheme is completed, as we know, and the river is now safe. Um, and this sewage scheme is underway. When Irish Water was instituted, the sewage scheme was combined with the new water main system, which was very welcome. However, the sewage scheme is a combined scheme. Uh, originally, we had called for a separate scheme whereby foul and storm water would be separate. Mm. However, uh, with the water mains being attached, that was the compromise. Now, that sewer is being upgraded and we're very grateful. I mean, there is really good work having been done in Bandon at present and environmentally and for householders, there really will be a great benefit in the future. But... We are in Bandon concerned that the work that is being done coming in from the new road, there is by all accounts a 600 millimetre pipe, sewage pipe coming in the new road. And originally, when the plans were laid, we were told that work would not take place, for example, on South Main Street, and that the work, a lot of the sewage from South Main Street, would be redirected onto Market Key. Now, Market Key, I believe, has a 225 millimetre sewage pipe, and therefore. Uh, the 600 millimetre pipe will be flowing into a 225 millimetre pipe. Now, if we look at the work that is being done currently on New Road, the, there was a reduction of flow on the sewer to help to enable the works to take place. So I actually witnessed, witnessed a bung being taken out of the manhole, which was put in there to reduce the flow so that the works could take place further up the New Road. That work actually represents what could happen later on if work, is not upgrade, if work is not done on Market Key, the flow will be too great coming in the new road and will begin to back up into houses. Now, as I say, I believe that the issue on at the weekend was because of a, just a localised heavy rain yeah. and the reduction in flow, um, you know, as I say, with those works going on. But if that pipe is left in that manner... With the stormwater overflow that they're proposing at, at um, St. Patrick's Quay, then I don't think that's adequate. I don't think it's adequate. I think they should either do works on Market Quay to upgrade that pipe or provide a pumping station back at Church Lane and pump the sewage up and down to McSweeney Key.
2: Okay, and how are that the house was? Did it? Did, did it come into the houses? There
0: was one home in which it came into the into the sort of garage at the or sort of a, a, a utility room at the back, and that lady was very distressed. And I suppose for those two residents in particular, they're long-standing residents of New Road. They've lived there all, a long, long time forty, fifty years, and they're. they're they're in advanced years themselves and they were very distressed because this is not the first time. In fact, this is the second
2: time in a fortnight, Patricia, nah. that this and has I just, The fact that it's sewerage is just, oh, oh so the worse. thought of it. Oh. Stay there because I want to bring in uh, Councillor uh, Deirdre Kelly because she is highlighting what's been happening in Dunmanway. Good morning, Deirdre. Good morning, Patricia. Again, similar to Gillian, it was the small hours of uh, Saturday morning that was the householders were awoken.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes, um, I suppose we were slightly um, luckier than Councillor Cochrane's constituents in that I got a call just after four a.m., so I was able to um, uh, to, to call on Cork County Council. Um, but that was at four a.m. and at ten thirty, they were still pumping water and the, the, the levels were dangerously high. And I suppose to put it into context, Patricia, um, I'm not yet a year; it's not yet a year since I was co-opted onto Cork County Council, and this is the third time that this has happened. And look, we know that reports need to be compiled, um, but Look, with the ever-changing weather systems, uh, we, ha- we're- we have to expect flash flooding. And um, we need to have systems in place to prepare for it. And as Councillor Coughlin um, uh, alluded to earlier, the infrastructure is not available to deal with the current weather climates that we're experiencing. And look, I suppose I, what... I- I pot- I experienced over the weekend is the human element of this. You know, this is the third time as I said this has happened to to people in in the Dunmanway area in the space of of, of a year and it's just not fair and look, their insurance premiums will either increase dramatically or they won't be renewed at all. Mm -hmm. Um, Their houses are significantly devalued and look, it's it's having a toll on their mental health as well. Look, they they go to bed um, whenever we're experiencing inclement weather conditions and they're not sure what they're going to wake up to, you know, and it's just simply not fair. It's not
2: good enough And, and Gillian was outlining what possibly is the solution for Bandin, what's the solution for Dunmanway.
3: Well, look, much the same. There is a there is a there is a report being compiled. We're, we've been advised that um, it is almost ready, but much the same, the, the, shore, the sewers and the shore, shores are not able to deal with the capacity of rain um, when there is when there is uh, flash flooding. And um, and look, I, I, we're waiting, as I said, on this report. But I would be calling on this to be expedited and get the work underway because, look, this this has been happening. I've been advised since nineteen fifty nine. Oh. And um, look, the, peop- the local people. Um, know the geography and the history in their own areas and there needs to be more engagement with the locals in the area because we can have report upon report but unless you engage with the people on the ground you know it's it's not going to be resolved And how
2: often do we hear that, listen to the local people and the local knowledge, particularly the older people who've lived all their lives in an area and they'll be able to tell you exactly, uh, exactly what the issue is. Okay and I know uh, you, I'm looking at the clock because I know you both have a council meeting at mm. 11 and Deirdre you, you're going to raise this issue at the council meeting this morning?
3: Um, yes, I am. I'm going to um, request a suspension of standing orders um, in relation to this matter. Um, and uh, look, I'm hoping that we can we can um, get get answers to it.
2: OK. All right. Yeah. Listen, uh, we wish you both well. Thank, Thank you, you, you both for joining us on the programme this Thank morning. Thank you very much. Thanks, John, uh, Good morning. morning to you. That uh, Councillor Deirdre Kelly and Gillian Cochlin And uh, my deepest, deepest commiserations to anyone who had flooding over the weekend. It really is shocking.